Hello and welcome to Charlie's Book Club Podcast. This is episode 16 and we are going to be discussing The Mark of Athena. By Rick Riordan. Is it Rick Riordan, Rick Riordan, or Riordan? I don't know. I've heard so I listen to a a Percy Jackson podcast and I don't, and there's just so many ways to pronounce it. Just call him Ricky. Ricky. (laughs) Good book, Ricky. Keep him coming. Um, so yeah, where, where do we want to go with this? What were, what were your overall impressions on this one? Where does it rank in the, in the realm of all Ricky books? It's, I, I really like this book. I did enjoy this one a lot too. It, it feels like the, um, the coming together and like yeah. the previous two were so just one character, one friend group focused yeah. that it was, is what I was waiting for. I really like this book. It was just like after I read The Son of Neptune, I was just like, okay, I didn't really like that. I mean, I liked it, but I just didn't really. But um, and then when I read this, it was just like, this is a great. I like this a lot. Yeah, it was it was a fun one. Uh, what was was there a single moment or like battle that you were like, yeah, that was awesome. Hmm. I like the one at the aquarium. Mm. where they've got all the things captured and then him and frank get captured yeah him and frank him frank and um coach hedge oh yeah but coach hedge isn't with them when they get captured right he's off doing something else yeah that was an interesting one what were they what were they were like former gods or demigods the people who captured them yeah um one was the goddess of like the sea monsters or something oh yeah they were old gods that's what it was yeah. right and then poseidon had yeah had supplanted them and made them irrelevant yeah yeah there's a lot of um i'm noticing that with a lot of these of like the monsters are either old or they're giants and then like they're mad that they're like bitter almost yeah does that seem like a theme a lot of them are just like oh i got Someone else took over that was younger, and I want revenge. Yeah, it seems like... Do you feel like there are people in life like that who, like, had their glory and then now are just mad that other people are succeeding or that they're not the most important? Yeah, definitely. There's definitely people like that. (laughs) Haters. The haters. Yeah. So, um... What do you think the theme of this book was? Um, hmm. Well, I think there are general themes that kind of run through all of these that I think relate to the audience that they're geared towards. So I think there's like fitting into the group, which mm-hmm. always seems to be a thing, which once again, didn't this book have more like secrets that they didn't want to tell <laughs> I know. It's just like, how many times do you have to learn? Trust your friends. Tell them everything you know. Mm-hmm. Let them support you. Um, and then I think there was another theme around discovering yourself individually. Like yeah. it felt like there were like fights or battles that were, especially with um, Annabeth, of like, I need to do this part alone and like discovering mm-hmm. yourself. And then I think sacrifice was another big one i feel like through different things people had to um had to realize like either accept their death or go into the pit um that i think is like uh that one relates to like a universal 
literary religious life theme of like what everyone wants is to have overcome their problems without getting hurt just figure it out fix it move on mm -hmm. and i think there's something in like religion it's called like the pascal mystery of like to go up first you have to go down like yeah. it's like a jesus thing of like for resurrection to happen you have to have death for you to grow as a person part of you has to die or the old you has to die yeah do you see any other themes that i'm missing um what i saw was um like sometimes it's the simple things mm. because like it's the chinese finger trap that mm. was simple to get out and that's how um annabeth captured arachne oh, yeah. i saw that the whole time i was like i, I did not actually I understand was, what was happening until they described it until like they really described it more and then i was like oh okay now i get where this is going but no i didn't like see that coming necessarily mm -hmm. but i love how clever she was in yeah. that scene of like having her build the, her own trap i yeah i also liked how clever she was with the um what were they called the um the Roman, like, priest people that were in the, um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, thing. they were, like, the ghosts of the of the religious order or whatever. Yeah. That she outsmarted. That was really funny. That was good. I like that one a lot. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to ask you about was the scene with Percy, Jason, and... Why can't I think of her name? Where they were drowning in the waters? Uh, Piper, yeah. Yeah, what was your what was your take on that? I thought that was an interesting one. I thought it was interesting because usually in these books, they, like, fight someone. And then they're just, like, the person they fight still angry. Mm -hmm. This one, they, like, kind of, like, resolved. Yeah, they kind of, like, loved their way out of it. Yeah. Which, which is why I thought it was such a departure and we made, yeah. made it such an interesting... But maybe that ties back to the the theme of sacrifice though mm -hmm. of like they were like no we're we're just giving you our life like and that's the only way out sometime is to just like go yeah this is it the only thing i can do is love i'm not gonna beat you with swords or clubs or <laughs> fire breathing dragons or anything but I, I i like that they've introduced that at least a little bit um because i think it is easy this series seems different than others um or like shows or video games that like they they go into some of that stuff of like, sometimes you just have to be really, really kind. Yeah. Where do you see, so I'm, I'm seeing when, we, when we're talking about themes, it gets me on the thought of like themes of other books or other series. Where do you see similarities, differences with the themes of a series like Harry Potter? So that's interesting because the theme of Harry Potter, well, most people agree that the theme of Harry Potter is love like a mother's love be mm -hmm. saved harry um there's a thing with narcissa and draco yep um yeah there's just a lot of like moms loving their children um i think it's similar because there's like it's love mm -hmm. in this thing but i think it's kind of different because it's not like the evil person is like Everyone below me needs to die. Yeah, it's a, it, it, and doesn't understand, and they don't understand love. Yeah, it it is an interesting thing in this that they are fighting like a god, mm -hmm. like an old god, and that that god has some good points of like she basically wants to like destroy humanity, mm 
Because it sucks. Because <laughs> it's revert the earth back to the earth, let giants rule it, and old gods. But it's not like, yeah, it's not like the, it's not like Gaia is just wanting to destroy humanity so she can like absolutely enslave everyone and like have ultimate power because she's experienced ultimate power before. Yeah. And she kind of almost wants it to be like a cleaner earth, right? Yeah. Like, so it's not like, yeah, it's not a clear, like, Voldemort, like, he is hate. She's he... not, like, just here, pure hate. Yeah. It's not like she represents, like, all racism, like Voldemort did. Yeah. That is interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it's not as clear good guy, bad guy. Same with um, Luke or Kronos or whatever. Like, it was, like, drove from, like, they were, like, ignored. Like, they weren't claimed by their parents, yeah, like, so you see the complicated, and I think there is a there's a little of that with Voldemort of like you see some of his complicated side, yeah. But they don't dwell on it as much, or they don't paint that picture as much as these books seem to. Of like, whenever someone's bad, there's also like a there's like a you can kind of see why. Yeah, it's not. It would be really funny in Harry Potter if there if like Voldemort was like. Like, used to be Harry's friend. <laughs> yeah. Like Luke. That is really interesting. I um, think that's a good That's a good point. Okay, so I think one of the biggest things about this book is, obviously, it's part of a longer series. Mm-hmm. Big cliffhanger ending. Literally. Um, one, talk about what your thoughts were on the cliffhanger ending, the sacrifice. Like, what happened and what do you think about it? Um... I thought it was a fun cliffhanger, a literal cliffhanger, <laughs> but, um, well, I mean, they're not even really hanging on the cliff now. Yeah. They're, they they're are fall, cliff faller. Cliff faller. <laughs> they're going into Tartarus, right? Yeah. I didn't think Tartarus was like a thing you could fall into. <laughs> Honestly, like I thought it was like kind of just like the underworld. Like I didn't think you could like fall into the underworld i thought it was just like a place well they said it had something to do with the statue right like the statue's power was getting attention and it basically like rotted out from the underside of of the evil was trying to get at it and the good was searching for it Um, yeah so there had been like a path made but was it was it nico who they said had gone who did they say had gone to tartarus nico nico okay and they were like told him to go to the other side of the doors of death and they'd like meet him there yeah. So so when it ends, we have Annabeth and Percy going into the underworld or into Tartarus <laughs> and the rest of them going to Greece to fight the earthly monsters in an attempt to defend. What are they defending again? Is it basically the other side? So like they have yeah. to defend Greece and get to the other side of the doors of the underworld. Mm hmm. Man, what do you think is going to happen? Um, so this is like our guesses for the next book because for once we haven't read the next book already. Yeah, yeah this, this is one of the first times that we've, we're actually honestly guessing with no ideas. Hmm. So the, next, the next book, book called? is called The House of Hades. Okay. And then the book after that is called The Blood of Olympus. So, okay. I'm, so I'm guessing... Hmm. Who do you think the main character like? It feels like Nico's gonna have a big part in this yeah. one, and um, Hazel. Hazel. 
but she's um she's like not hate not a child of Hades. she's a da daughter of pluto yeah that's true but i feel like they might in the same way that they went extra roman in these last few i feel like they're going to probably focus more on nico but since she is somewhat a daughter of hades yeah they'll like Basically. explore her her side because they haven't really i mean they fleshed out her character some they fleshed they, out her kind of a lot yeah they focus on her backstory quite a bit because she was like one but, of the people we got a perspective from in this book but i don't feel like they've used her powers like in the in the yeah. way that like percy and jason can like summon typhoons and hurricanes and like own a battlefield i feel like half the time her thing is like struggling to bring up something or control something it's not like she moves the entire ground yeah i i think it'd be interesting to see her powers grow and like her control of them grow mm -hmm. but yeah i hope that happens so 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 when they talked about nico being in the underworld or in tartarus they said like he saw things that like almost broke him how dark can they get with this and what are percy and annabeth gonna face down there um hmm well i think it hmm i don't think they can get too dark they've gotten a little darker in these books than they were in the percy jackson books because yeah it's getting a little bit older yeah. you're assuming your reader is growing with you a little mm -hmm. Yeah. And Harry Potter did that too. It felt like it got more serious and violent and <laughs> people seventh dying. Book. And, yeah. <laughs> she just killed a bunch of people at the end. <laughs> seventh book in Harry Potter. Okay. Um, I, hmm, I really don't know how dark it's going to be. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they heard some noises, but they couldn't see anything. So I can't really describe them to you. Just keep doing that for 20 pages. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't see anything. Well, here's the thing. So like tying back to the themes that we talked about before of like group belonging, um, finding yourself as an individual sacrifice. Like if they're going to be tested, I feel like they're going to be tested on those themes yeah so like I, I feel like they're gonna push someone's gonna die just kidding sorry. honestly I, I wouldn't be surprised like because didn't some of the prophecies say like not everyone would make it oh or... yeah one would like yeah so there's got to be something there but i also feel like there's going to be some themes of like percy and annabeth are going to have to face something that like challenges their relationship yeah and, like, each of them might have to face their own demons of abandonment or i mean percy doesn't really have that that's more annabeth's thing yeah. um of like not living up to her mother's expectations mm -hmm. so i feel like they'll they'll like twist the twist the pain points on those yeah i think so too um um it's kind of off, off topic but like we learned about um annabeth's childhood a little bit, little bit more with mm. the spiders, which freaking terrified yeah, me. Yeah, I did I, not like all the spider talk. <laughs> I do not like spiders. Was it like she, when she was a kid, her room would just fill with spiders? <laughs> like, what the heck? Like, come on. I didn't need to think about that before going to bed. Some of the nights I was listening to this, I was literally in bed. And I was like, nope, nope. I'm going to listen to a podcast and instead. Like, and like another thing, like, 
they would just, the bites would just like disappear before she could tell anyone. Yeah. Which is also like, you can't tell anyone about it, which is just like you're alone. Oh, I wonder, and you tell me if you think I'm wrong, mm -hmm. is that an analogy for like an abusive like relative or person in your life if you're a kid? Yeah. Like someone is like abusing you, telling mm. you to keep it a secret, or you tell people and they don't believe you? Yeah, I think that could be. Spiders. Spiders. You know when you're being abused by spiders, and then you go to your mom and you say, like, the spiders are abusing me? And she's like, they would never do that. I know them. I know the spiders. They're my best friend. Oh, okay. Here's another thing I just thought of. I Completely apropos of nothing, like not having to deal with spiders. So in the end, they got the statue out, and they're yes, supposed they to return did. it. So, like, what role and what... Um, what like combination of camp half-blood and camp jupiter jupiter um does the statue heal those wounds what are the relationships across camps and how do the camps get involved in this next book i think? feel like it wouldn't really help the relationships if they're like we found this thing that you stole from us like what yeah that's a good point that's like if i stole a bunch of your money and then you're like, oh, I found the money you stole from me. Let's be besties again. But how did it get hidden? Did the So the Romans hid it somewhere yeah. in Rome. But, yeah. but they've been fighting and had this animosity this whole time. And it seems like the statue has some power. So, like, is the statue going to heal the relationship? Or is, like, the impending doom of the world going to force them to work together? Because I feel like they have to. By the end, they're going to work together, right? Yeah. Because it's, isn't it in the prophecy or something? I, we well, need to pull up the prophecy. Well, I think they said that from both sides would come the the troop of people to go on the quest. But I feel like to complete it, now that like Percy and Annabeth are down in Tartarus, they you have the five remaining heroes. Um, but I don't think they can go against like the armies of these gods and giants without some backup. Yeah. So I'm wondering. Yeah what god they're going to be like gods or like goddesses. oh like what gods are going to be involved in the yeah fight? because and in which form will they show up yeah like will they be greek or will they be roman because like they do need a god to like kill the oh giant. yeah all giants right yeah that was one of the other fun battles was percy and jason versus the two brother giants that were just obsessed yeah. with showmanship that was really funny <laughs> i think that was probably my favorite battle because it was the right mix of like humor and action and mm -hmm. i feel like that would have made like a good movie scene yeah i think that'll be really fun if they get to the heroes of olympus in the tv show when does that start um they moved it um it was supposed to go in like supposed to be out sometime in september i'm pretty sure it's sometime in like Next year? Yeah, next year. Which I'm um, really sad about. I was really looking forward to it. But. I wonder if the... I don't know. I suppose they would have had principal filming done. But I wonder if, like, the writer's strike... I mean, especially for, like, getting a next season and stuff. I wonder if the writer's and actor's strike is going to mess that up. What? The writers and actors are on strike right now because they want to get paid more from streaming services. Mm. So right now, I don't think anything's being filmed by any union film crews. So it's like only independent stuff is being made right now. Oh, yeah. And this is definitely Disney. not. Yeah, Disney is going to be part of that. So I'm kind of worried about how the Disney-ness will affect mm. the TV show. 
Yeah. In what in what way? I want to hear what like, you're thinking. Because Disney has shut down like different TV shows. Like if they're like this was supposed to be rated this, but that is not oh, quite. Oh, like they're gonna soften our... it. Yeah, I'm worried that they're gonna change to change it too much. Well, and the thing too is like I've. I know they have to make casting choices, and I think we've talked about this before when we first talked about that Percy Jackson was going to be a TV show. But, like, I feel like there is a moderate to decent amount of diversity in the books. But I wonder if for, like, do will they change it of, like, if they already made Luke Asian, will they really they dive in? Luke Asian? I don't Asian? Know. I, they, I think, look, one of them. Is, is Wait, one character. of the Lukes? <laughs> one of the one of the heroes, or one of the ones in the original series, okay, is going to be that. That but makes more they, sense. If they do keep going, do they keep Frank as Chinese and get to go into his backstory, or do they go like, oh, we already hit that, but we haven't had, you know, someone from Africa, so they completely change Frank's story to be about his African heritage versus his Chinese heritage. But Hazel's African American. Well, she is. Yeah. Well, she yeah, she's like Creole and. Yeah. Yeah, so I just wonder if, like, when they start with changing the original cast, then when the books start to introduce more diversity, will they already have covered those subjects and mute the diversity stories that come later or have to Mm -hmm. change them because they're like, oh, we already kind of approached that one. Yeah. I don't think they would, but, like, there's a chance. Yeah. And they've got a lot of shows to make before they get to book three of the second series. So we'll see if they ever get there. But if it good does well, they love to do the spin-offs. Yeah, that would be fun. If like yeah, just like spin-offs for like I so I was listening to this Percy Jackson podcast and they were like sorry. Um and they were talking about how there was a lot of times where Percy was just like, but that's another story. Like <laughs> I think it'd be funny if um they went to Disney was just like had a spin-off series that is like that's, that's another story. <laughs> I like that. I'd watch it. But but it'd be too wholesome for the books. It's like, yeah, we went on a picnic, but that's another story. It's just, it's just a bunch of random memories <laughs> of him having a really nice time. He can't have a nice time. He has to suffer. <laughs> it is funny that all TV shows have to be that. I mean, I get it. That's what people tuned in for. But, but yeah, but that gets back to kind of what we're talking about of like the message of the times where they just had to love or just had to sacrifice and there wasn't necessarily like fight your way out of it i feel like for tv they always want like a visual fight not like a mental surrender or acceptance mm-hmm. what else you want to talk about with this one um hmm. Hmm. we could we could pull up the prophecy and oh yeah um we didn't really talk about the prophecy much. What is the prophecy in the... Is this the... What's this? Heroes of Olympus. Heroes of Olympus books. Make sure it doesn't show what it means. Um, that does not show it. <laughs> that just shows... There's so many prophecies that you have to go through a list of prophecies. Um... So many. There's so many prophecies. Um, Heroes oh. of Olympus. The Lost Hero. Let's do... Just do the Heroes of Olympus, I guess. The Mark of Athena one. Oh, no, that's the one just about her. They do... Oh, they have, like, a prophecy in each one of these, though. Yeah. 
Wasn't there like an overall one? Yeah. Battle of Labyrinth, you're going too far, Dad. Oh, I went too far back. This is great podcasting. Just people <laughs> listening to me read. We'll cut and this. Go, it's not that one. <laughs> we'll cut it's not this. that one. <laughs> it's not that you're one. already to the trials of apollo you're too far again search for seven the prophecy of the seven okay let's go oh it All was right. farther down seven half-bloods shall answer the call mm -hmm. to storm or fire the world must fall an oath to keep with a final breath and foes bear arms to the doors of death okay so so we got the seven half-bloods that's so, covered okay so the first line covered the second one. To storm or fire, the world must fall. Must fall. Okay, so it's either so maybe... if it's among the heroes, storm would be Jason and fire would be... Leo. Leo. An oath to keep with a final breath. I'm trying to remember what oaths, oaths. people have taken. I want to like scroll Loads. up because I don't want to because they have like a section underneath that's on this wiki page that's like the unraveling of the prophecy. So I don't want to read it because it's probably going to give us clues about the next two books. Um, an oath to keep with a final breath and foes bear arms to the doors of death. What does bear arms mean? Uh, bear arms like, like guns? Take up weapons. Yeah. Mm, yes. Unless it's a play on words and they just turn into bear arms. <laughs> Like they get cursed and they just have big bear arms, or maybe okay, uh, maybe Frank. Frank turns into a bear. Yeah, some bear arms. We figured it out, guys. He it's the bear a, arms. He turns into a giant bear, and that's what closes the doors of death. Bear arms to the doors of death. Yeah. Um. What was that big like cyclops person with all like a hundred arms? Oh yeah. It could be that person. Yeah, that was a cool monster. That was one of my that's favorite. Awesome. What was your favorite monster in this book? My favorite monster in this book. Hmm. I don't like spiders, but I liked Arachne. Yeah, there was Arachne. There was a giant crab at some point, right? Yeah, there was that giant. Um, there was the giants. I think yeah. I'm gonna go with the giant. Oh, the yeah. giant brothers were my favorite. Those were, they were funny. Those were funny. Like the outfit confusion and them fighting with each other and being silly. I like yeah. the. What, what did you think of the voice acting in this one? Um. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. I didn't write it down. Um, they did, like, in the other books, they had different voices for the characters. But in this one, I'm pretty sure, like, they didn't want to have to pay all those actors. So they just did one person <laughs> for all the actors. Yeah, I think they, yeah, in different ones. So it jumps around. I think there are some where they had different voices. There yeah. were some where it was a single person, but they did really good distinct voices. I liked how, how this person did it. Didn't Hazel have, like, a southern accent? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's from New Orleans. Yeah. So that would make a little bit of sense. Um, I mean, yes. It's, I liked like, how they did the voices of the brothers, I think. And that's what made me like the brothers so much yeah. is they did fun voices. Yeah, I don't even know who the voice actor is on this one. I don't think it's anyone, like, famous, but... Yeah. It's kind of sounded like the original Percy Jackson. Yeah, it was closer to it. I don't know if it was the, if it was the person, but, but no, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Let me just see if I have anything else written down. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think of Daedalus's laptop in this one? Like, Annabeth used it to print a universal credit card with, like, infinite money. Oh, I don't remember that part. With, when they went to Rome, and they, like, oh. put the food, and she just printed a credit card. And what did she print it on? It's a laptop, not a printer. It's a thick, 
It's one of those old laptops. It's really thick. And just got like a side little printer cartridge. But then she just came up. She loses it though, right? Or she has to think she lost it. I don't. I don't remember. There was something where it got compromised or it got. I'm trying to remember. I um, we read this book like three weeks ago, so yeah. I'm forgetting all the details. But but no, that that always I I kept wondering like where that was going to come up more. Like it feels like the most powerful tool. Yeah. Of it, like you have all the greatest ideas for everything. I feel like before everything, I would be referencing that. It's like you have a super supercomputer that has all of the most insane and brilliant inventions ever but they're just always like going to go do things and it's like i would check the laptop for ideas first guys like go on chat gpt yeah yeah if i am a demigod and i (laughs) need some ideas on where to find some random stuff how might i beat these weird ghost priests (laughs) um they didn't eat as much in this book (laughs) oh yeah so I wonder if that was just a one book thing or if that's just a Frank and Hazel thing. But they did not stop to eat nearly as much. I think they stopped to eat once. That was like with Percy and Annabeth in Rome and they were talking. Yeah, because they were like going by the, the river or whatever. They did talk about how on the floating ship they did have uh, whatever the food. There was food in the cornucopia thing or whatever so that but it wasn't while they were on it deadline. wasn't while they were needing we gotta be there in 20 minutes let's make sure we stop for food first <laughs> all right got anything else for this one um hmm so we talked about um how people kept more secrets in this one what really annoyed me is how jason kept the secret and he's like i know more about the um mark of athena i should probably tell annabeth uh nah she has enough to talk she has yeah. enough to, on her plate like what no yeah the the things they keep are always like well this would probably blow the whole thing wide open i better not tell anyone <laughs> Batman. it's just a, a trope that they keep coming back to yeah but i feel like again that's you know with the age group that it's written for and, and i would say that in general in life of like People probably know the thing that is bothering them most or the thing that's causing the most conflict in their friendships, and it's difficult to discuss, so it's easier to go, like, and make excuses of, like, no, I don't want to talk about that, or no, I don't want to take the the hard steps, even though I probably know what they are. And just like in the books, usually what happens is when you have the hard conversation, it does solve things. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. They never had the hard conversation, though. I feel like eventually it comes out or whatever, but what was the thing that he knew? Or did, um, it, did they never He knew something about, like, the Roman, like, I don't know. I think he knew something about how, maybe how to get there. I don't know. Oh, or sure. maybe how many people have died. Or... <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. He's just like, oh, yeah, all of uh, Camp Jupiter knows exactly where the statue is. <laughs> Probably, Every, shouldn't, probably shouldn't tell her that. It's all. the first thing that they tell you. It's amazing how Percy doesn't remember. I actually have a tattoo with a map on my arm. I'm exactly where it is. <laughs> Along with the other tattoos that they gave all the 11-year-olds. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many like 12-year-old boys and girls have asked their parents for tattoos based <laughs> on this book. Oh. And how many psycho parents have let their children get oh tattoos? 
you're not getting a tattoo. Aren't there laws about that? I think you do have to be 16 to get a tattoo plus have parent consent. Mm. But I mean, there's ways to... You do prison tats, you can put a tattoo on anyone. You want a tattoo? No. I'll do it for you right now. You go to prison and then you could also keep the tattoo? Exactly. All right. You feel good on this one? Yep. Awesome. Well, we will be back after we have read... In four years. In four Based years. On the last one. <laughs> Once we're done with the next one, the next one I believe is on Audible. So it will. <laughs> so it will go faster than waiting for Dad to figure out how to listen to the entire thing on YouTube. Um, so yeah, hopefully within a couple of weeks we'll be back with another episode covering the next book. Yep. Bye. Bye.